This is Sean Mandoli, and you're listening to the Hopeland Church Podcast. I hope this message meets you where you are and elevates you to where God is taking you. Enjoy the message. We thank you uh, for this time we have together as a church community, and I pray, God, that you speak to everybody through your word. Your Holy Spirit is invited into every home. We invite you, Holy Spirit, wherever we are right now in this moment, we invite you, Holy Spirit, to speak to us through your word. In Jesus' name, everybody said, Amen. If you want to turn in your Bibles to Acts chapter 8, Acts chapter 8, starting in verse 1. And um, as you're turning there or turning it on your Bible, um, I just want to kind of give you a little history behind Acts chapter 8. This is early church. Um, Stephen was a leader in the church. He was preaching a powerful message in Acts chapter 7, and the religious community killed him. He was a martyr, and the Apostle Paul that wrote much of the New Testament um, letters and all that, he was there consenting to his death. And so here we are. Stephen is now dead. The church is broken, hurt. One of their leaders was literally murdered. And so here it is, Acts chapter 8, verse 1. Now Saul was consenting to his death. At that time, a great persecution arose against the church. While you're at home, just say great persecution. Go ahead and say that. Which was at Jerusalem. And they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. Verse 2. And devout men carried Stephen to his burial. Such a sad moment in the church. um, And made great lamentation over him. Just say this with me. Everybody say great persecution. And say great lamentation. I just wanted to open up today and just talk about how the church was in a very tough time. Great persecution, great lamentation. One of their key leaders was literally murdered. Um, And uh, verse 3, it says, As for Saul... He made havoc. So then there's just havoc, persecution against the church, havoc of the church, entering every house. So this man is going into people's houses and dragging off men and women, committing them to prison. So there's great persecution. In the Greek, that means mega persecution, great lamentation. It's mega lamentation, huge. Um, And that word persecution means in the Greek, the hunt to bring someone down like an animal. And so this was negative things happening. This was bad stuff going on. It went from bad to worse. Um, and I just want to encourage you, regardless of what's happening in our world right now with COVID-19 and the coronavirus, that's a real thing. It's heartbreaking what we're seeing. It's unprecedented. And um, in the church, havoc, it means to ravage, to destroy. You look on the news, you look, you talk to people you may even know that have been directly affected by this on multiple levels. It's havoc on people's lives. And so bad stuff was happening uh, to the believers in the early church. Um, They were scattered, alone, lonely, isolated, separated from those who were in community. And um, here we are as a church right now. We are literally having church from home. And we are literally um, separated, scattered, if you will. Um, And it says, except the apostles. Um, You know, and so here we go. Uh, This is my first point. When our natural life is disrupted... We are left with a choice. I'm going to say it again. Early church, their natural flow of life was disrupted by havoc, persecution, being um, scattered everywhere, leader being killed. 
And once again, when our natural life is disrupted, we are left with a choice. Um, when things are taken from you, I'm just going to read some of my notes here. When things are taken from you, we start to realize what we really need. And I'm sure some of us have evaluated this over the last couple weeks. Um, when our value system is getting shaken, uh, you know, um, as the world is shaken, um, I believe we internally are being shaken at the same time. Um, when God is shaking and shifting what we're trusting in, I want to say this, it's a sign of God's grace working in us. And I just want to encourage people out there that um, this is something I've been processing personally through this. There's a lot of shaking going on out in the world. But God has also shaken me, shaking, my, shaking um, the, the flow of my life, shaking things up. And when He's doing that, I want to encourage you that regardless of what's happening out in the world, when God is shaking us internally and causing us to evaluate our personal life, it is a sign of God's grace on your life. When He is moving some things and causing us to look at Him a little bit more. My prayer and hope is that through this we're all looking at God a little bit more. Looking at His Word a little bit more. Here's my next point. Our, resp- our response to havoc. That's what it said in the Bible. This was havoc happening. Our response to havoc can create a move of God in the havoc. I believe that the way we respond to persecution, trial, and trouble can greatly impact things for the better based on our response. In verse 4, check it out if you have your Bibles. Verse 4 and 5. Therefore, those who were scattered, look at this, went everywhere preaching the word. So here it is, a heartbreaking thing is happening. But they responded by reaching people. They responded positively. They weren't ignoring what happened, but they responded positively. They weren't denying what was happening, but they responded positively. And in verse 5, then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ to them. And so they responded by loving people. They responded by reaching people. Things will be lost in our life, but, but never are, is everything lost. Things will, things will be shaken. Things will come to ruin. If I could say that, that is the reality of life. Jesus said, in this world, you're going to have persecution, but be of good courage. I've overcome the world. And so here it is. Think about, I, this is just something that I want to encourage you with. Think about the spirit of the early church. That just travesty, trouble, yet they moved and they responded And it started to create a move of God in the middle of the havoc. It didn't change what happened, but it changed what was going to happen. And so here is my next point if you're taking notes at home in your pajamas. Uh, Maybe some of you aren't in your pajamas, but regardless, maybe you're taking notes. But what will always matter most? It's a question. And I'm here to say right now. No matter what happens, there's two things that always matter the most. And it is our love for God and our love for people. That is how they responded. I'm going to read verse 4 and 5 again. Then we're going to move on to verse 6. Therefore, those who were scattered, alone, lonely, isolated, trapped up in their house because of quarantine, they were scattered and went 
everywhere preaching the word. And I'm not saying to leave your house when you should and, and all that. But the point is they responded by preaching the word. Then Philip went down into the city in Samaria and preached Christ to them. Verse 6. And the multitudes with one accord. There was unity in the middle of the havoc. God's people unified. They, there was havoc happening. There was real death happening. But unity was not thwarted in the early church, in the community. That is my prayer for us as a community, that our unity will intensify. Our unity for Christ, our unity to love people. It says, and they were with one accord, um, heeding the things spoken by Philip, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. Verse 7, for unclean spirits, crying with a loud voice, came out of many who were possessed, and many who were paralyzed and lame were healed. And there was great joy in that city. Wait, what? There was great joy in the midst of havoc and martyrdom and scattering. People just, their natural lives were just um, literally turned upside down. And yet, um, Acts chapter 8, verse 8, and there was great joy in that city. And this is, the word, this is what the word joy means in the Greek. It means the awareness of God's grace, His favor. Joy is this, grace recognized. I'm here to tell you right now, regardless of what's happening in our world, grace is there. The grace of God is there. Joy can be found when we respond according to what God is saying in the middle of what we're going through as a people, as families, and as individuals. And there was great joy in that city. Check it out. Um, and this is my last point. And then I'm just going to read a couple more scriptures. And... Um, and here it is. There is joy in God that is beyond this world. I'm here to tell you right now, there was no natural, um, justifiable reason in the natural realm of things for joy to be in that city. And so let's go to Acts chapter 11, verse 19. And this is uh, down the road from what just happened, some chapters in your Bible, but it references the persecution as a result of Stephen. So once again, Acts eleven nineteen, it says this, Now those who were scattered after the persecution that arose over Stephen traveled as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch, preaching the word to no one but the Jews only. Verse 20, but some of them were from Cyprus and Cyrene, who when they had come to Antioch, spoke to the Hellenists, preaching the Lord Jesus. Verse 21, And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number believed and turned to the Lord. So once again, it references something that looked from the outside looking in. Um, man, this is the work of the devil. Look what he's doing. And it was unfavorable and hurtful. I mean, their leader got murdered. They were scattered. But the believers out there that were scattered, they started ministering to people. So I just want to encourage you, church, that this is the opportunity to reach people, to love people, to preach the gospel to people. Um, it is how we respond that matters more than what has happened to us. Our response carries more weight in eternity than what happens to us in this thing called time and space and, and here on earth. And so, once again, verse 21, look at this. And the hand of the Lord was with them. I believe the hand of the Lord is with you. Just because trouble happens does not mean God's hand isn't on your life. 
Let's respond according to what God is telling us to reach, to love people, just as Philip did and the people in the early church did in this area. And they were breaking barriers. What's funny is before this, they were very strict on who they preached to. We're going to preach to the Jews. But because of the persecution, it actually busted open cultural barriers, ethnic barriers. And the people began to preach to everybody. So the persecution actually expanded the kingdom of God because of the way God's people responded. So I want to encourage you. I believe God's going to expand and do some new things in and through us as a result of this. Look at verse 22 in Acts 11. Then news of these things came to the ears of the church in Jerusalem. And they sent out Barnabas to go as far as Antioch. There was a move of God happening as a result of the way God's people responded when trouble happened. I'm going to say it again. A move of God ensued when God's people responded according to the will of God in the midst of trouble. I believe that God can cause a new move of God to happen in our communities as a result of how we respond to the trouble. All right? So the news came out. And this church in Jerusalem was like the influential church. And they're like, man, we got to find out what's going on over there. Verse 23, when he came and had seen the grace of God, he was glad. I believe we're going to see the grace of God in our communities, in our lives, in our families, in our personal lives. People are going to see the grace of God on us. Grace hasn't left us just because trouble happened. God's grace is here. His hand is on us. And, and God is moving among us regardless of what is happening in our world. We're not denying it. We're not ignoring it. But we're going to respond according to the will of God. And God is going to do powerful things through us and through you. It says he saw the grace of God. Um, he was glad and encouraged them. Here it is. This is my encouragement to you. Uh, encourage them all. Encourage them all that with purpose of heart they should continue with the Lord. I'm here telling you, church, man, continue with the Lord. People joining in here that maybe you've never had an opportunity to join us in our physical location, but I'm here to encourage you with purpose of heart that you should continue. Continue with the Lord. Let's keep it simple. Let, let's, let's get rid of the fluff. Continue with the Lord. Verse 24, uh, for he was a good man. It's talking about Barnabas. Uh, full of the Holy Spirit and faith, and a great many people were added to the Lord. Man, I mean, God was moving. Great joy in the city. People are getting healed and saved. And, and, and there was bad stuff happening, but there was good stuff happening. God, divine things happening in the middle of it. I have two more verses, and then we're going to pray. Verse 25. Then Barnabas departed for Tarsus to seek Saul. And when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. This is the same Saul that was persecuting the church. And giving consent to the death of Stephen. The same Saul that was dragging people out of their houses to prison for no good reason than, being believe, than having faith in Christ. And this is the same Saul. So this move of God touched a religious person that was coming against the church and brought salvation to his life. Because a bunch of people that loved God and wanted to continue to see him move responded God's way in the middle of trouble and havoc and persecution. 
And when he had found him, he, he brought him to Antioch. So it was that for a whole year, they assembled with the church and taught a great many people. Here it is. And the disciples were first called Christians in Antioch. Antioch was an unfavorable place to begin with. Antioch is where they were scattered. There was loneliness. There was isolation. Right now in our culture and in our world, that's how it feels in the world. That's how it is. Fear, anxiety. But I'm here to tell you right now that such a move of God emerged that we call ourselves Christians to this day. It started not in a happy, uh, you know, a perfect little environment. It happened in a place of loneliness, isolation, and persecution. But the people there responded according to the word and what God was telling them to do to reach and love people. And that is what happened. So be encouraged today. God's going to empower you to respond right in this season. And I believe a move of God is going to continue to happen in your life and the life of those of the people you love and are in your world. So I just want to lead people in a prayer right now. If you do not know Jesus, you're living in sin, you're far away from God, I want to pray right now. If you would just repeat after me and say this prayer. Say, Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. Forgive me of my sin. I confess you as my Lord. I give you my life and I receive yours. I am forgiven. I am saved and I belong to God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you guys. Crystal Gale and I love you and we can't wait to see you soon. I hope you enjoyed the message and my prayer is that it inspired and challenged you. If you're ever in the LA area, join us for one of our weekend gatherings. And to stay connected, just follow us on social media. Remember, there's always hope and your future in God is great.